J, 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 J. Alright. Okay. Check it out. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, this is GPE. I'm your host, the great Slashby, the better life if you ask me. Um, yeah, first of all, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for checking out last week's episode, Get Out. Uh, once again, if you haven't seen the movie Get Out, you need to go see it. It was powerful. Uh, it was uh, funny at times. It was scary at times. It was real life at times. Uh, it covered a lot of things. So, uh, shout outs to, to Jordan Peele and the rest of the squad. Uh, well, speaking, speaking of Jordan Peele, are we on it? He caught a lot of flack. I think Jordan Peele's girlfriend or his wife is white. Um, and he caught a lot of flack because of the movie's message about how white people basically are trying to um, uh, culturally ap- appropriate, well, not even culturally in the movie, but uh, basically take over uh, what we have, use what we have for their benefit, use us for their survival. Um, he caught a lot of flack for that, and I I agree. But I'm also going to play devil's advocate. This could have been his calling card for someone to uh, please help him. Please, 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 please uh, help him. Um, But, you know, still shout outs to him. And if you need help, blink twice, Jordan Peele. Please just uh, blink twice. Okay, so we're going to start off with sports. Um, (sighs) Gotta start off with sports. A lot of stuff's been happening, actually. Uh, A lot of moves. So if you're a sports fan... (laughs) You probably know a few of these. If you're not, or you're hoping to impress your boss, here you go. One more game, okay? Uh, the Redskins re-signed Vernon Davis. If you don't know who Vernon Davis is, Vernon Davis is a 33-year-old tight end. He's had an on-and-off career. It's mostly because I'm not sure Vernon Davis really wants to play football. He loves the checks. He loves going to clubs and hosting at Bliss and Barco in D.C. Um, but he don't like getting hit, and that's a big part of football. So if you don't like getting hit, uh, your football career ain't going to be that long. But uh, number two, um, he's been a staple for the Redskins still. I think he's a part of their leadership core for the squad. So uh, it was big that they uh, they re-signed him. In uh in other news, Brian Hoyer he signed with the 49ers. Now the 49ers have been looking for a quarterback for forever. They've made it pretty obvious that they're going to part ways with Colin Kaepernick, um, and Blaine Gabbert ain't going to cut it. Brian Hoyer has been a career backup. Um, he's always been a backup quarterback. I think he started a little bit in Texas. Uh, maybe he had a few starts with the Bears. Um. But he's constantly been the backup. He's not bad, though. That's the thing. He just always has somebody better in front of him. Uh, last year, he threw for six touchdowns. Um, he had uh, zero interceptions. The year prior, he threw for 19 touchdowns. He had seven interceptions um, when he was back in 2015 when he played for the Texans. So going forward, the 49ers look like they have a little solution at the quarterback. I'm sure they're not fully happy. Uh, with their quarterback situation, but they got to work a little bit harder. Uh, let's stay on football. Let's stay on the 49ers. So Colin Kaepernick also announced that he'll be a standing going forward. Um, Colin Kaepernick did a lot. Now, a lot of people are like, oh, you ain't going to keep taking a knee. 
you know, I think it's a good idea to stand just because the knee thing, it's gotten watered down and people's attention spans are only so long. So now that form of protest isn't going to um, catch fire the way it caught fire before. So hopefully him and his team have planned another way to protest, another way to be active within um, the sport. Um, and let him stand and let him get his checks. The 49ers basically, you know, they tossed him aside and he, he took them to the Super Bowl. I think... Colin Kaepernick can lead a bunch of other teams, um, some teams that probably should be really looking at him. Uh, the Jets, um, the maybe the Dolphins, uh, definitely the Jaguars could use him. The Texans could use him if they hadn't given Osweiler all that money. Um, they could use him. Uh, some big things happened, though. Cowboy Nation, a uh, good old fuck you. Uh, a good old fuck you to the Cowboys Nation. Uh, Tony Romo got released. Now, we kind of saw this coming. Tony Romo can't keep his back straight. He got all types of back pains, neck pains, and they got him doing all types of cardio and strengthening, but it's not working. He's not really getting mobility. He's not getting the strength in his neck and his back, and he really needs to take, be careful, because, um... Even though Kaya had that record, my neck, my back, and that was a hit, he can't take another hit <laughs> to his neck or his back. Uh, he's going to be out here suffering. Um, but the Cowboys released him. They're going to uh, go forward with Doc Prescott. I know this hurts uh, Jerry Jones and the rest of the Jones clan. Um, but uh, Romo's gone. Romo might end up in Denver or some booty team. He could do backup. They're talking about a trade between him and Kirk Cousins over at the Redskins. So maybe he can come start at the Redskins. But... For right now, if I were Tony Romo, I'd just retire, man. Retire. You got released. I would have retired before they released me. So, it is what it is. Um, Once again, it's some other news. Let's take it to... Uh, oh, no, 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 no. I can't skip this. Brandon Marshall got signed. So, if you're a Giants fan or if you're in the NFC East like my Eagles are, uh, that's a big old... God damn. Uh, Brandon Marshall is a beast. He had a horrible season. Not horrible. He had a bad season last year. But I think you put him on the opposite side of Odell Beckham. Those are two big threats to watch for for any defense, any cornerbacks and safeties. And this is going to be a lot of punishment coming down um, the Giants' pipe. And if uh, Eli, um, you know, if, you know how Eli go every four years. Eli get a ring. Uh, so this year he was due a ring, but he he didn't get it. So you know maybe he come back for it next year. Um, if you don't know, Eli's the quarterback for the Giants. Um, we'll do a few other sports news before we get up out of sports. Uh, this is, this is, this is kind of big. Dirk Nowitzki, uh, scored 30, his 30,000th point, which puts him like sixth all time in NBA history. Uh, he's in his 19th season. I uh, honestly always forget about Dirk Nowitzki. I constantly, constantly think that, uh, he's already retired, but he hasn't, um, he hasn't retired at all, uh, and he's still putting up numbers. So for all those out there who are Mavericks fans, uh, who are Dirk Nowitzki fans, big shout-outs to him. Uh, he's still behind Kareem. He is uh, still behind Kobe. He's still behind Jordan. He's still behind Karl Malone. And I think he's still behind Will. And then it's Dirk. Um, so everybody watch Dirk. He could have a big season, a bigger season, and make this number even crazier. Um, and don't worry, LeBron is still behind him, all right? So that's your sports news. That's your great, great sports news. So we got to talk about some other things that happened this week. Um, Man, so Nikki still ain't respond to Remy. And I don't think this shit is going to happen. Um, 
I she just needs to drop a hit, but it's not really working. Like I don't know if she her and Safari are on good terms because Safari is busy out here getting tatted by other women, getting his name tatted on the shoulders of other women. Um, but you know, I I think I think that uh, she needs to respond. It's for the sports, for the culture. But anyway, speaking of responses, so Future dropped two albums uh, this year, and I'm going to get into that a little bit. So Future dropped uh, two albums uh, this year. They both went number one, and Sierra's response was to drop a photo of her number one, her son, and her number two, her uh, her, her her baby on the way, and her number three, uh, Russell Wilson. I mean, it's a great photo. A lot of people were like, oh, my God, Sierra, you know, the fucking come through, hunty, come through. That, that whole nine, I mean, a bunch of uh, uh, comments were saying that. And it's a dope photo. I mean, it's, it's love at this point. I, you know, I'm just praying Russell get his act together. And he can be good again. I got a lot of respect for Russell Wilson. Uh, I kind of put him in the same categories. I put my respect for Tim Tebow. Uh they're good Christian guys. I really do appreciate the work they do outside the community and the fact that they don't cause trouble for their team. They're great leaders um, and they represent well. So I'm always pro Russell and I want him to be successful. And if Sierra's holding you back, good brother, uh, from being successful in your career, um, you know, do what's best for life, which might be doing what's best for football. Um, but while we're still on this Sierra train, so let's talk about Future a little bit. So Future had dropped these two albums. He dropped Future, that's the name of the album, and he dropped Hendrix, the name of the other album, um, two weeks, two Fridays back to back. Now, a lot of people were like, oh my God, this is crazy. Future, man, he's the hardest working dude. So Future got hit with a lawsuit by Rocco. I don't know if y'all remember Rocco. Uh, Rocco had a few records. Uh, you should remember Rocco, but he's a he's great at discovering talent. And years ago, back when Future was still a ghost member of Dungeon Family, um, he signed Future, and that's back I think when back even when Future's name was Meathead, and he had signed him to a deal. And Future, of course, now has gone on to superstar success. He signed bigger deals with Epic, but he never paid Rocco. So Rocco sent lawyers. Now let me tell you something about y'all new age cats. Uh, people saying that Rocco's a snitch, like, he's a bitch dude, like, I can't believe that, like, listen, sometimes you gotta get lawyers involved, yo, sometimes you gotta get lawyers involved, and Future out here making too much money not to get lawyers involved, so, anyway, they ended up settling the case, and basically, the all the profits made from um, the next two Futures out, Future albums and the tour would go to Rocco, hence why Future dropped these two albums immediately and scheduled this tour, um, you know, the Nobody Safe tour, uh, back to back to back. And I mean, for all y'all out there who want to hate on Rocco, Rocco did the right thing, man, like, in all ways. First off, he did the right thing because he reached out to Future tons of times to get this money situation right and it never worked out so that was the first thing as a man as your brother as your family you just this is what you're supposed to do the second thing he went out on social media and spoke highly of him and said that he highly regrets the fact that it had to come to lawyers but hopefully that gets his attention hopefully they can settle this okay he also pushed the album which also does help him the more sales helps out Rocco because he gets that money but it's also you know sense a good favor so he basically can push the album I'm sorry, he can promote the album and wish the best for his brother. 
But for all y'all out there who was calling him a snitch, yo, these young people, y'all got the game fucked up. Y'all got the game fucked up. It ain't snitching if someone owe you money. Like, it's crazy. I don't understand. People be out here just really, really super duper wilding, owing people thousands of dollars and not paying them back. Like, I don't know. I don't know. That's just not right. You out here owing people thousands, maybe potentially millions of dollars in futures case, and you don't pay people back. I don't know, man. Wilding. That ain't the move. Um... Hopefully they settled their thing, their issues because obviously they were friends before and we love to see, um, you know, people be good to each other. Black people push each other, uh, us not tear each other down. Um, speaking of not tearing each other down, um, I don't know if all this like, uh, I would call, I don't know if it's whitewashing I don't know if it's allowing cultural appropriation, but basically, like, Ellen, like, being part of the rollout for uh, Rick Ross's album. Now, granted, I love Ellen, and just in case, I don't want to shoot myself in the foot with none of my future political connects. I love Ellen. I think she has a great uh, uh, lane that she's in. I think she's successful. Um, I Obviously, Ross fucks with Ross. I just don't know about the cross-branding of the two. So basically, Ellen came out and revealed the album cover and helped push the promo for uh, Ross's upcoming album that drops this Friday called Rather You Than Me. Um, I don't know, man. They look kind of desperate. When you do moves like that in order to, for your promo, it just looks a little desperate to me. Like, you really got to sell albums this time. And... The Raw single, I'm not sure it really caught on fire. That, oh, I think she liked me record. I don't, um, that's not what it is at all. It's think she liked me. It's not, oh, I think she liked me. Oh, my God. Uh, D4L. Um, I'm just not sure. You know what I mean? And at some point, I think the loss, like, if Ross takes a loss out here, it's, uh, that might be good for him, man. It might be good to, like, push him back towards what really made him like one of our favorites he puts out great bodies of work now ross puts out dope bodies of work so if you if you are a ross hater you just uh you just a hater altogether but um he puts out dope bodies of work so we should really be encouraging him to do better to do better i don't know who uh uh who allows him not to uh, not to be the best version of himself he could be, but I think we should push him to do better. Um, speaking of somebody out here trying to do better, Floyd out here trying to do better. He's trying to do better than t- to just be known as um, as a as a as a boxer who ducked a lot of big name guys. So he was out here in UK doing uh Floyd Mayweather UK run. I don't know what that is when you're not fighting and you're not dropping nothing. He's just going to UK to- clubs and he's popping up anyway. And his car got broken into one of his many million dollar vehicles got uh, broken into. He got completely destroyed and then set on fire. Uh now, last time I saw a very, very expensive car set on fire by an angry fan or somebody, I was uh, Eagles uh, set Andy Reid's car on fire. I saw that a long time ago. That was hilarious. Um, Eagles fans, not the players. Um, 
the, the, the fans set Andy Reid's car on fire. Sometimes it's time to go. And I think Floyd felt the same way. You know what? It's time to it's time to go. It's time to go handle this dude. So uh, Floyd has come out to say, like, yo, let's get this deal done. He's going to fight Conor McGregor. Now, if you're not hip, Conor McGregor is probably the number one UFC fighter, mixed martial arts fighter in the world. Now, here's the thing, right? This is a horrible fight. In my opinion, now I'm going to watch it. It's going to be horrible because, number one, Conor McGregor is going to kick Floyd out of reflex. Like, you know how hard it is to go your whole life fighting one way and then train for a few months, maybe six months, and try to convince yourself that you can fight another way? Like, like you're one of the best fighters in the world doing what you do. So now we will take you out of your element, but yet place you in new waters, which would be the boxing waters. And expect you to be successful. I think Conor McGregor is going to get knocked out clean. I don't think that you should go and you should just like walk into people's homes and swear up and down you can do it. Like that's the thing. Like, even for example, I don't. I like not that I don't like the ocean. I don't go into the ocean because like I don't. I wouldn't want if a shark just walked into my house. Like. That's shark, fish, plankton, whale territory. Like, I don't go too far. Like, I'll never go, like, all, like, just swim all willy-nilly, um, floating out in the water. Like, that'll never be me, yo. That'll never be me. And similar, similarly, because I know how to use words, similarly, Conor McGregor stepping into the world of boxing when he's in mixed martial arts, he's going to get fucked up. That's not his world. That's not his world. So, we need not encourage this. I don't even know. I'm not really rooting for this or anything. Um, but when you're used to one thing, yo, it's 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 so hard to change a man. And and uh, uh, man, I don't know. I just I pray for 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 Conor McGregor's chin because that shit gonna get tested. Um, Floyd Mayweather. I don't care what you say to say about him. Pound for pound, he is the best technical fighter boxer of all time. He knows how to box. He's not the greatest fighter, and he may not be the greatest boxer, but he is the greatest technical boxer. He fights and he boxes the way that it was designed, the sweet science of boxing. And someone else who got hands, um, Chris Brown. Uh, so Karuchi came out and said that Chris Brown been beating her. Uh, I didn't even know they was kicking it. Like, Karuchi, Karuchi's cute and all, yo, but... Like, she's almost degular. Like, she's degular, man. She's degular. I think she's probably a very nice girl. I think she could be really cool to kick it with. Yo, but why are you so pressed, Chris? Like, why are you so pressed? There are millions of women who you can have, but you don't want to have them. The shit is really insane to me. And let me tell you, it's it's very discouraging and upsetting that you keep doing this, that Chris keeps doing this. I remember my dad used to get so upset with Tiger Woods, right? Like, Tiger Woods would only go after white women. And my dad's like, yo, you are the greatest golfer ever, ever. Listen, listen, ever, okay? Ever. You're the greatest. That's, that's my dad's voice, my dude. The greatest, the greatest. He always sounds like he's wheezing because, you know, he got asthma and shit. The, the greatest. He's the greatest. He's the greatest. Listen, listen, listen. He's the greatest golfer ever, okay? And all he does is chase white women. My dad would tell me all the time, listen, if I were Tiger Woods, I would go find women who are of a race people haven't even discovered yet. That's that's how much money he got. He can go and discover races that don't even exist type money 
and he only chases white women. Chris Brown doing the same thing. You could have a happy life. You could be with a woman who loves, takes care of you, holds you down. You know what I mean? But uh, you rather chase Karuchi, who don't want you putting out restraining orders, making you look bad. Like, Chris, you're not dropping dope albums. I know you got the tour coming. But, Chris, you're not dropping dope albums, right? Like, the albums aren't fire. The mixtapes haven't been fire lately. Like, all we need you to do is get on your super grown man shit. Hit up Tank. Hit up Jonte Austin. Rico Love. Jermaine Dupree. Uh, Skrillex and Diplo and drop fire music. That's all we want. Like, I don't, I don't understand why we tolerate this other shit. Um, but it is what it is. Um, man, we gotta talk about, uh, some pretty, uh, some pretty sad news. And I don't know what category to put this in. Um, but whatever. Maybe it'll be the headline. I'll say this. This ain't even the headline. But let, let, let's talk about Ben Carson. Um, let's talk about his comments out here. Uh, let's talk about the fact that Ben said that slaves were immigrants. And let's talk about redefining. Right? So I remember when um, when I switched schools, right, so I switched schools from, uh, from where I grew up, the town I grew up in, Willemboro, and I came to private school, and when I got to private school, I was like, yo, everybody call me DJ, like, that's just what it is, everybody call me DJ, before that, everybody called me by my first name, like, sixth grade and prior, but when I switched schools, I wanted to redefine myself, I wanted to completely redefine myself, I didn't want anyone to even remember the old me who was nerdy, who used to like create formulas about what future tu tuition prices would be like when I was so young and nerdy. And, and I wanted to create somebody different. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to be DJ. I'm going to be cool. I'm going to learn how to ball. I'm going to learn how to rap. Like, I'm going to just be a cool kid. I want to be a cool kid. You know, you young. You just, that's what you want to do. And I clung on to that until that is who I became. Like, I became that guy. And then as you get older, you start to confuse the two, right? No matter what, this is some honest, honest moment. You start to confuse the mix between DJ and the old you and what you want to be as an adult. And a weird thing happens where they collide. They constantly would meet, right? Uh, fuck situations. Uh, you get a gun pulled on you. Who you, who, who, who's it going to be? DJ or... Or, or or sixth grade you who's gonna pop up and try to uh you know basically beg his way out of the situation because DJ wasn't begging for shit like all types of things would happen where they would collide you'd be in the workplace someone would say something to you test your gangster and you want to pop off and be like fuck this job we out here like I'm real you know where I'm from and but you know old you would just be like you know what I'm gonna let this shit go because I need to collect this bag and collect this check. <laughs> This week, we watched Ben Carson try to redefine all of us. By him saying that slaves were immigrants, it gave everything that happened during slavery, uh, which I guess would be uh, like 
I guess that's a TSA pat there, uh, or customs, <laughs> 400 years of customs. Everything that happened during that time to be based on choice and not based on force, right? We were forced into this situation, kidnapped, chained, whipped, beaten, put into situations where we're separated from our families, our wives, our kids, our, 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 our tribes, and forced to assimilate with other groups or with mixed languages and, and of course, you know, uh, uh, cultural beefs and and allies are, I mean, enemies are not allies and, and, and allies are not enemies when you mix groups and and all that and spread us across this nation. Of course, time goes on and forces us into all types of things, black and light skin hate, uh, color, color issues, uh, uh, segregation, uh, racism. Uh, I mean, the list goes long on and on and on and on and on. And the fact that he said that we, slaves were immigrants means that we chose we chose to come to a place to be discriminated against. We chose to come to a place where uh, we would be separated from our families. We would be separated from our traditions, separated from our heritage, separated from our culture, um, separated from the motherland and go through all this pain, all this suffering. Now, mind you, it hasn't all been bad for black people. We've had a lot of come ups. But what I'm talking about is we were okay with something that then led to our own self-hate. And he tried to redefine that. And he stood on the platform of I'm black too, so I can say this. It's, it's very, very powerful when others try to define you. Teachers have probably told a lot of y'all listening what you were going to do, how you were going to be successful in life what you were going to be good at, what you weren't going to be good at. A lot of people told you that you'll never amount to anything or, hey, you know, you're African, so you'll be a doctor or uh, some type of scientist. You couldn't be uh, a teacher, a pastor. They, they, they cornered you. A lot of people did. And this week when Ben Carson did that, he tried to redefine us. My challenge to all of you is that you never allow anyone to redefine you. You define yourself. Allow yourself to deal with the pros and the cons of how you've defined yourself. The, the only slight pro that Ben showed us is that it's never too late to redefine something. <laughs> it's never too late to redefine something. But define yourself correctly. Know your surroundings. Know who, who supports you. Know what type of uh, uh, um, what type of things that you bring to the table, and never, ever, 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 ever let others redefine you. Um, like I said, I normally don't tend to keep y'all too long, and I want to get into um, uh, into something else uh, today. Uh, but. Before I even do that, you know, I always got to hit y'all with a great tape of the week. Uh, man, there's a lot of good choices this week, man. There's there's a lot of good choices. All right. So this week's uh, great tape of the week comes from a new guy. I mean, he's uh, he's been on the scene a little bit. If you following um, a lot of. Uh, the blogs, we found a lot of hip-hop. I don't know how deeply you invested, especially in uh, new hip-hop. But 
Uh, this cat out here has really been, really, really, really been grinding for a while. So this week's song of the week uh, is going to come from uh, Sunny Digital. So Sunny Digital is a big producer. Uh, he's done a lot of dope records. Um, but him and Black Bow have a, a mixtape called The Black Goat. So I want you to check out uh, Sunny Digital and Black Bow. The song is called Ice Cream. Everybody check out Ice Cream from Sunny Digital. I don't, I don't eat your ice cream. Lick it, get it all over your face. I like to watch you when you eat your ice cream. She like, ooh, I really, really love the taste. Okay, come over, girl, when you hear that ring, ring, ring. Ice cream man coming up the street. Come over, girl, when you hear that ring, ring, ring. Ice cream man coming up the street. Alright, alright, alright. I don't know if y'all can hear that, but my house phone ring. Uh, you know what I mean? Trap still jumping. Uh, but anyway, uh, that was uh Sunny Digital, um, with Ice Cream featuring Black Bull. Um, so I wanted to do that for you guys. I never ever keep y'all too long. Um, so remember, you can check us out every Thursday morning on your way to work. This is perfect for your work commute. Um. You can follow me on Instagram at the great slash B. Also follow us at the greatest podcast ever, which is GPE, um, as well as follow Gab, which is at Gab dot Fisher, F-I-S-H-E-R. And of course, Miss Claudia J, uh, who will be back after she's done studying and getting these books together at Miss Claudia J. Um, and remember, it's never too late to be great. And we out. Oh! <laughs>